You are now listening to Find Your Wealth, Episode 6, Stocks, with your host, Shatoria Jane Gillowatt. This episode is sponsored by Stoic Lifestyle. Stoic Lifestyle was created for those of us who navigate through our paths in life. And although they may not be the most ideal circumstances, we do not complain and we do not fall under pressure, but instead endure and make the best out of the situation to accomplish our central ambition. For the nine to five to third shift workers who may not have the perfect boss and co-workers, but still get the work done without any complaints. To the single mothers and fathers who work hard every day and still come home happy to help their children with homework, the college student who endures stress of getting that paper done but turns it in with a smile to the professor, this is for you. And for those of us this applies to, we're Team Stoic. They have a variety selection of clothes for all ages. The link to the website is in the description box. Now back to the episode. The wait is over. Sorry for the extended break I took, but I had to study for the CPA, my number one priority right now. Doing the past episodes was a lot of work, and I knew there was no way I was able to drop weekly episodes and study, but I promise I'm going to try to get better. Before I take another study break, I'm going to drop a couple episodes to wrap up the saving series. So this episode and next episode is going to be about investments. Now, I never flipped houses, invested in cryptocurrency, so I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about what I know and my experience. So today's episode is about the infamous stocks. First things first, I always get messages about what stocks to invest in, this, that, and the third. I know people probably hate me every time I say do research. I'm not for sure why people ask me what to invest in because I'm not licensed to advise you what to invest in. You have to learn that on your own or hire a true professional. I remember when I was first trying to invest and I asked my coworker what I should invest in and he told me to read and do research. You have to think, me telling you what to invest in is not going to do you any good. For one, it's not teaching you anything. For two, you're not learning the value of the stock. The first stock I invested in was Snapchat when it first went public, thinking it was going to be the next Facebook. Boy, was I wrong. That was my first loss. My first stock and my first loss. Actually, taking my first loss made me want to learn more on why I took an L and how to not get back in that position. Although I took a loss, I learned from it and continued to invest in stocks. I also know a lot of people that really don't want to invest or learn. They just say they want to do it. It's a woman that does a free stock challenge maybe twice a year and every time I post a challenge... Only a handful of people sign up for it and only maybe one or two people actually finish it. Man, that's free knowledge. You can't say you don't have the funds because information is free. Be real with yourself and just say you're lazy. Now, this is my second attempt to talk about stocks. So what is a stock? Essentially, what a stock is, is a share for owning a piece of the company. You can only buy stocks in publicly traded companies. So when you hear about companies offering IPOs, initial public offering, the company is making its debut, becoming public, and an attempt to raise funds through investors. The stock market is basically the markets for exchanging shares. This is your S&P, NASDAQ, so on. Now, if you have 10 shares in, let's say, Apple, you own a very small percentage of Apple, 
because Apple is a trillion dollar company. In order to own a chunk in the company, you of course have to invest the chunk in the company. Some companies offer common stock to where you own so much of the company, you have voting rights in the company. If you all have watched Shark Tank and you see the investors investing 100K for 10% of the company, that's basically what you're doing in the stock market. Putting money in a company to get a percentage in return. Now, not all companies equal money. The amount you put in can equal to big gains, but it can also equal to big losses. According to Wall Street Survivor, there are 10 things you should do before buying a stock, and I think it's pretty accurate. I'm going to go through each tip and further explain what it means for you. So the first thing they have is learn the language. It seems like a duh moment, but you would be surprised how many terms there is when it comes to stocks in the stock market. Learn more about the anatomy of the stock. When you look up a stock, do you just look up the price? If you are, you are setting yourself up for failure. There is more to a stock than just the price. Do you know what the ticker is? Are you looking at the company's price-to-earnings ratio? Do you know what the price-to-earnings ratio is? You see, there are tons and tons of questions that you should know the answer to. If you don't know the answer, this means you need to do more research in the company, but more so research on the stock. I love to use Yahoo Finance. So when you go to Yahoo Finance and search a company, one of the first things you might see is the previous close. My suggestion is... Everything you see in the summary, look up the terms, especially if you are a beginner investor. Look up all the terms. This is the only way you'll be able to understand the language. Now, that's just the stock. You also have to learn the language of the stock market. This is your day trading. What does it mean to buy and hold? All of that. I'm still learning myself the ins and outs of the stock market, and it can get overwhelming, so don't think this is too much for you. It just takes time and patience to learn the craft. Second tip, learn the basics. I feel like this tip ties into the first one. Once you learn the language, you basically know the basics. Once you have learned the basics of the stock market, find what techniques work for you. Everybody is different and so is their mission. That goes to say, the first and second tip is the most vital when starting to invest because you have to research, research, and more research. Third tip, practice, practice, practice. There are stock games you can play. I downloaded Virtual Stock on my phone to try it out, and it's actually not bad. I wanted to download it before I suggest playing it. It's not as intense as if you were actually using TD Ameritrade, Robinhood, or anything like that, but you get a feel for it. It's completely risk-free because you are not using your money. They give you $25,000 to use, and you can invest it where you see fit. The stock prices are the same in the real stock market. If you see stocks going down, you can sell it too. It shows your net worth, so it's a good indicator how well you're investing your money. If you want real experience, I always tell people to open an account and start investing. Now, don't invest if you're not willing to lose. That's the risk you take. If you have $100 or $500 or whatever you won't miss, play with it in the stock market. Since you are practicing with your money, you assume the risk of losing money. Once you start doing it, you'll definitely get an adrenaline rush. I always say playing in the stock market is legal gambling because you're basically betting on a company hoping for big returns. Fourth tip, focus on the long term. This is a big problem, especially for young people. We want to see money now. This is a very impatient generation. Unless you have the time to sit and watch the stock market all day and buy and sell stocks consistently, then by all means do it. 
However, stocks is long-term. You can't expect to invest $1,000 in a company and receive $10,000 the next month. It does not work like that. It takes time for money to grow. Some money might grow faster than others depending on what you invest in, but it takes time. You think people that invested in Amazon in the 90s sold their stock the next day made a lot of money? No. Amazon was under $10 in the 90s, but as of today, over $2,000 a stock. That's 20 plus years of Amazon growing. If you have a short-term mindset, your money is going to be short-term. You have to think long-term and see how your money can grow in the future. Fifth tip, minimize risk. Of course, when you invest, you assume all risk, but there are ways you can decrease risk. One risk is putting all your eggs in one basket. Of course, you don't want to do that. The most stable companies today can be going bankrupt in 20 years. When you're first investing, you don't want to invest in risky companies. When you start to learn about the stock market, you'll understand what is and what isn't risky. Each person has a different risk appetite. So make sure you understand what your risk appetite is. The Dow Jones 30 lists companies that does not assume much risk. These companies are Walmart, Nike, Apple, Visa. You catch the drift. These companies you know are not going anywhere anytime soon, but still watch them, of course. Sixth tip, leverage the experts. This is really important, actually. Of course, everything we need can be found on the internet, but there is nothing wrong with asking a person that knows more about the subject. You get real insight. People won't know you need help or advice unless you ask. Closed mouths don't get fed. I'm not saying ask experts about what's investing or any other question like that. You're only going to push them away without a doubt. Come to them with the knowledge you do have and the ability to learn. Experts can tell you insights that the internet might not be able to tell you. Seventh tip, know your investor profile. I briefly talked about this in the fifth tip. What risk are you willing to take? There are four elements that make up your investment profile. Duration, returns, liquidity, and risk. Duration. How long do you want your money in the stock market? Are your money goals short, medium, or long-term? Returns. Determine if income or growth is a bigger priority. Liquidity. This is basically how fast you need to convert your investments into cash. Last but not least, risk. The higher risk you're willing to take, the higher reward. That also goes to say the lower risk, the lower reward you will receive. Eighth tip. Diversification is key. You want to have a wide variety of stocks in your portfolio. Just like creditors, once you have a wide variety of accounts open, this is basically the same thing. There are so many different industries and sectors. You don't want to invest all of your money in technology stocks or healthcare. You should find a company in each sector. The first sector is financials. So your banks, Bank of America. Next sector, utilities, your electric water companies. Next, consumer discretionary. Companies that are basically retailers, so Nike. Healthcare biotech companies, hospital management firms, so Avi. Consumer staples consist of food and beverage, so Pepsi. Energy sector, this is your gas and oil, Exxon. Industrials, your aerospace, machinery companies, Boeing. Technology sector, manufacturer and software companies, Facebook. Telecom includes wireless providers, cable companies, Verizon. Materials include mining, chemicals, refining companies. Last but not least, real estate, which is residential, industrial, and retail real estate. As you can see, there are a wide variety of sectors, 11 to be exact. If you can have one of each, I would say that's pretty darn impressive. Just don't get stuck in one sector. Ninth tip, 
keep up with the news. This is so important. The news makes such an impact on stocks. For example, as we all know, Nike put Colin Kaepernick as the face of the company. This affected Nike stock, causing it to take a hit. The news is just as important as research. If you see a certain company in a scandal, that can affect the company. If a company acquires another company, it can affect the company. Yahoo Finance is really good with sending news alerts. Business Insider too. But the most important with keeping up with the news is just being aware overall. Last but not least, the final tip, know when to hold them. Basically, what this tip is saying is know when you should keep a stock or sell them. As you go through your investing journey, you'll get the hang of what stocks are good and which ones are holding you back. I told you, it's a big legal gambling game. I know this is a lot of information, but it is so much more information out there. I just hope this was easier for you to know where to start with stocks instead of being all over the place. As I said before, stocks in general are overwhelming, but they can be extremely overwhelming for beginners. Don't worry, this is a normal feeling. When you understand the background behind stocks and the stock market, you will be just fine. Trust me. The activity I have for you is 1. Download the Yahoo Finance app. Inside the app, find a company you would like to invest in. Research the terms you see in a Yahoo Finance app that you are not for sure what they mean. It can be anything such as previous close, 52-week high and low, anything. Once you have done it, then research the terms related to the stock market that we talked about. Day trading, hold, all that. Finally, pick a company you want to invest in and just research the company. I always tell people to research a company you use every day. If you have an iPhone, research Apple. If you wear Nike shoes, research Nike. If you fly Southwest, research them. Research companies you are familiar with. Find out their mission statement, their values for the future, what sets them apart from any other company. Ask yourself all these questions and more. Follow and like Fondra Wells' Facebook and Instagram page for additional financial tips and updates. Have a productive week. Thank you for listening and see you all next Monday. Monday.